Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Here we go. Here we go. Already starting. As predicted, they needed a BS narrative to start to attack Ron DeSantis in Florida, despite the fact that funerals haven't happened yet for the people who tragically died. That doesn't matter. The bull media doesn't matter one bit. Clinton stenographer Maggie Haberman jumping right in to advance the narrative du jour. I'll explain that. Loaded show. No time to waste. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. If you don't like big tech and government spying on you, I don't either. That's why I have a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino uh, today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that and probably the best video I've seen in a long time from an actual person on the ground talking about what's happening in Florida and the Maggie Haberman, Clinton stenographer, media people out there are going to lose their minds. Don't go anywhere. Big show. Uh, let's say you're a proud gun owner and you want to talk on social media about the right to bear arms. Well, chances are you're supposed to be flagged by a content moderator and you might end up in some kind of government watch list. To fight back against having your voice censored by big tech, I recommend the News Express VPN. See, the problem with big tech is they track what you do online, what you're searching for, videos you watch, everything you click. They can match your activity to your true identity using your device's unique IP address. When I use ExpressVPN, they can't see my IP address at all. My identity is anonymized by a secure VPN server. Plus, ExpressVPN encrypts 100% of my internet data for protection from hackers and eavesdroppers. ExpressVPN is the VPN rated number one by Business Insider and countless other text publications. Couldn't be easier to use. The app has one button. Tap it. You're protected. It's that simple. Defend your rights. Protect yourself today at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to get three months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. Happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> it is a happy Monday, yeah. except for the fact that we've got to deal with these imbeciles in the media. Now, I said to you last week, there is an ongoing uh, tragedy Hey, I've had down here down in Florida, obviously the hurricane, the damage. I've got friends over there, family over there. I live in Florida. Um, it is, the conditions over there are improving, but are still terrible. Uh, one of my friends just got water on after a few days. There's gas lines. The place was hit and it was hit bad. There was a lot of confusion early on amongst weather predictors and storm predictors where it was going to land, led to a lot of chaos. So, of course, the media... Um, that absolutely has to politicize everything because they suck. They suck. Okay. It's Monday and they suck, but they'll suck on Tuesday and they'll suck on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday too. They don't even take off the weekend. Here we go. They needed a narrative. Remember the media needs to tell you a story, not the story. So the sleazeballs in the media hate Ron DeSantis because he constantly makes them look like idiots because they're morons and he's not. So they've settled on a narrative. The narrative, Joe, is going to be a botched, delayed evacuation. Oh. Here we go. Yes, they've settled on it. That is it. That's the narrative. Here Crap. we go, as I said, folks. Maggie Haberman, noted Clinton stenographer and noted pee-pee tape hoaxer, one of the most incompetent people in the media. Uh, a person whose lips have been attached to the rump of the Democrat Party for a long time. Here she is using her blue checkmark account on Twitter to make sure you got the memo about the narrative, folks. A delayed evacuation and a massive death toll. There you go. 
And of course, there's a New York Times story attached about the death toll in Lee County. So you get the implication here, right, folks? See, Maggie pretends to be a journalist, so she can't say too much outright, but she's got to advance a story, a story, a story, not the story. Now, of course, didn't take long for the, 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 the lords of the universe over at Big Tech to make sure this stuff gets trending fast. Hashtag, as you can see, Twitter this morning. DeSantis destroys Florida. Destroys DeSantis did it. Hurricane DeSantis destroyed Florida. Now, of course, this is all disinformation. Where are the fact checkers? Where are the missing context articles by the loser? Oh, gosh, I'm really, this is infuriating down here. It really is. We're still trying to dig people out from this thing. And you've got these media zeros and dipwads. Where are the fact checkers on the missing context articles about all this? Where are they? So let me ask you a simple question. Fellas, tell me if I'm wrong. Gee and Joe, I'd love you to chime in. Yeah. So if the computer modelers were wrong, which they were, they said that the storm was going to land in Tampa and Tampa Bay. That's where all the media people were. Then uh, why is it that the Biden administration didn't correct air quotes, the DeSantis administration, because they knew better, in order an evacuation of counties south of Tampa, like Lee and Collier. Why didn't they do that? He says it's very perplexing. It is. Biden, why, why didn't they do Really strange, right? Frenzy, so the media yes. knew, and the Democrats knew where the storm was going to land, despite the computer modelers. The computer modelers, the same guys who told us what the temperature was 75,000 years ago, couldn't manage to predict the storm even 36 hours out. But it's really strange. How everybody seemed to know that they should have evacuated Lee and Collier County, where the storm, a storm made landfall near the Fort Myers area. Everybody seemed to know that in the media and on Twitter, but nobody said anything. So who's worse? The DeSantis team and the locals who used proper caution and wanted to limit an evacuation to the landfall area for obvious reasons. Because if you have everybody evacuating at the same time, they all wind up on the roads and then the people who get hit can't get out. Was it the DeSantis people who relied on the computer models or the Biden, Maggie, Haberman media types who wink and nod that they knew better, should have evacuated, but then didn't say anything? Who's really responsible for the body bags then? Want to see a hilarious video? It's going to drive the Maggie Haberman <clears throat> kiss-ass media lunatics crazy. Here's an actual guy on the ground. Says he's a Democrat. And Ron DeSantis, who's been working overtime to get gas trucks, power back up, dealing with a lot of local governments, by the way. The Lee County Electric Cooperative has been uh, making disastrous decisions from the start. They got to fix that, too. DeSantis has been fixing and cleaning up a lot of this as best he can. So they got a gas truck to an area of Arcadia in DeSoto County. And uh, here's one of the locals, what he had to say. Uh, and this got caught on camera about Ron DeSantis. Check this out. About DeSantis, but that gas is here in Arcadia. In, in Arcadia. Now, I don't know why the rest of y'all, but it's here in Arcadia. So y'all know who we vote for. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why the rest of you I'm voting for DeSantis. And I'm a Democrat. So y'all can call it what the y'all want. We got children out Okay, I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Uh, you know, again, I know you media people, Maggie's, you know, diaper may be full right now. I know you're all wetting yourselves because you're dying to pin the botched evacuation narrative on. But I'm going to ask you again because you're too stupid to figure it out on your own. If you all knew better and you knew the storm was going to hit Lee and Collier County, despite nobody predicting that 48 hours, 36 hours out, 
There were some computer models that said it, but if you trusted those computer models over other computer models, then why didn't you say something? Why didn't FEMA, under Joe Biden, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, why didn't they come out and say something? The answer is because nobody thought it was going to hit Lee and Collier County. So why you would evacuate a county you thought it was unlikely to make landfall, causing a traffic tie-up for people where you thought it would make landfall is beyond me. But the Haberman media knows better, folks. Here's proof, by the way, that FEMA and the Biden administration had no freaking idea where the thing was going to land. Rachel Schilke, Washington Examiner. FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell also defended officials in Lee County, telling Fox News Sunday, as soon as the storm predictions were that it was going to impact Lee County, I know local officials immediately put the right measures in place to make sure they were warning citizens to get them out of harm's way, which they did. A lot of local Lee County folks did the right thing. A lot of local state representatives did the right thing. Ron DeSantis' team did the right thing when they found out. Now, Mark my words, Joe, sorry, but you got to, it's Monday, flag it, please, 9-11, Monday, October uh, 3rd, please. Flag it! Thank you. Mark my words right now. The minute critical mass develops, which I don't think it will because the media is already getting wrecked on this narrative, but if, this is a big if, if an opening develops and critical mass on the botched evacuation thing can develop because of Twitter and the Maggie Habermans of the world, and the New York Times and the sleazeballs of the Washington Post and elsewhere can push it to blame DeSantis, guaranteed FEMA and the Biden administration will change their mind defending officials in Lee County and Florida for not evacuating areas where they didn't think the storm was going to hit. And they'll all of a sudden say, man, I don't know what Ron DeSantis and Lee County were up to. I mean, we knew it was likely to hit there. I mean, you definitely, these Republicans got people killed. That's Santa's. Watch. Now, one piece of good news is DeSantis is more than competent in dealing with media a-holes and losers. Um, he understands exactly what they're trying to do. Dead bodies piling up. Not interested in helping at all. Interested in advancing a political course. And Ron, of course, and Ron DeSantis is more than familiar with dealing with this. Here's Ron DeSantis being interviewed by CNN and absolutely wrecking a CNN reporter who's not asking a question, but is making a statement in the form of a question. Hey, uh, man, you guys really screwed up that evacuation, didn't you? Uh, question mark. That's not really a question mark, is it? It's more of an exclamation point at the end. You guys, DeSantis is having none of it here. Check this out. Do you stand behind Lee County's decision to not have that mandatory evacuation until the day before the storm? Well, did you, where was your industry station uh, when the storm hit? Were you guys in Lee County? No, you were in Tampa. So that's, you know, they were following the weather track and um, they had to make decisions based on that. But, you know, 72 hours, they weren't even in the cone. 48 hours, they were on the periphery. Uh, so you got to make the decisions the best you can. I will say, uh, you know, they delivered the message to people. They had shelters open. Uh, you know, everybody had adequate opportunity to at least get to a shelter within the county. Um, but, you know, a lot of the residents did not um, did not want to do that. I think for probably for various reasons, some people just don't want to leave their home, period. They're island people, whatever. All right, I was going to use the gavel, but I'm sorry. It's, uh, we haven't had, it's, time for, it's time for the bird oh. well, guys. I mean, the verdict is in. Uh, you're a tool at CNN. You just got freaking hammered. So, again, the media narrative is of a botched evacuation. Ron DeSantis should have ordered an evacuation of Lee and Collier County. 
despite the fact that the storm, the cone, had it going north of there. So he asks a very simple question. Again, I just asked the Biden administration. Well, if you guys knew that, Biden and the FEMA people, why didn't you push the locals to order an evacuation? Because you didn't know and you're lying pieces of garbage in the media and elsewhere. How does Ron DeSantis know? The media didn't know either. Because the media storm coverage people were in Tampa along with everyone else where they thought the storm would hit. Guys, ladies, listen, I I live down here. I don't typically watch as much local news as I should. I typically have a national news on Fox. But when a storm comes around, I'll watch the locals, WPBF and others down here. Everybody thought the storm was going to Tampa. That's where everything was. That's where the media was, too. So this media person, hey, uh, did you, uh, you start to second guess that decision? I don't know. Are you second guessing the decision to do your storm coverage from Tampa, being that it hit in uh, Lee and Collier? Uh, are you guys? I'm so tired of these these losers. I really am. I, I just, I see no sense of course correction or reevaluation or self-reflection from these people at all as roughly what 90% of conservatives, if not more, completely disregard anything they say is just the rantings of a political lunatic people in the media and even Democrats and independents are starting to tune them out. I sense no self-reflection at all. Here's DeSantis on looting. The media lost their minds about this too. This is Florida. There's a lot of guns down here. They don't call it the gunshine state for nothing. It's probably not a good idea to kick down a closed door in a hurricane damaged house to try to help yourself to the cash or the safe. What might be greeting you on the other side of the door is not going to be pleasant. So Ron DeSantis, of course, wants to let people know that. But the media people, especially the insane lunatics like the Joy Reads of the world, they're pro-looting. Looting is their thing. You speak out against looters, you're a segregationist. What? I'll get to that in a second. Here's Ron DeSantis' warning on looting. This is how it's done. Check this out. We want to make sure we're maintaining law and order. Uh, don't even think about looting. Don't even think about taking advantage of people in this vulnerable uh, situation. And so local law enforcement is involved in, 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 in monitoring that. You know, I told Kevin if the state needs to help as well, uh, because you, know, you can have people you know, bringing boats into some of these islands and trying to ransack people's homes. Um, I can tell you in the state of Florida, uh, you never know what may be lurking behind somebody's home. And I would not want to chance that if I were you, given that we're a Second Amendment state. Consider that a public service announcement from Ron DeSantis, and I'll echo that as well. I don't wish violence on anyone. I don't think there's anything funny about it. However, I do appreciate the public service announcement from the governor, who may very well have saved your life if you thought you were going to raft or boat over to one of these islands and start stealing people's stuff. People may object to that, and they may not like it. And you may find yourself leaving in a far different condition than you kicked that door down on, if you know what I mean. Of course, Joy Reid, pro-looting MSNBC host and perpetual lunatic. Is she the gold medal winner? She is. And the gold medal winner in our dopey media talking head Olympics. I haven't been keeping track of that since uh, Stelter left and was unceremoniously canned from his job at Unreliable Sources over at CNN. Joy Reid is a Fox News piece in the newsletter today. Joy Reid says DeSantis' warning to looters in Ian's aftermath is like a racist threat from a segregationist. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. He said it right, Joe. Nothing she can't turn into a race incident. Tell someone you bought an Apple phone instead of like an Android phone and Joy Reid will make it racist. 
And you wonder why people, why Joy Reid's ratings are hilariously bad. And MSNBC would probably be eager to fire Joy Reid at every given moment if she wouldn't make, she'd make that a race thing too. Nobody watches your show. Your show sucks. I know I'm in the cable news business. So keep it up. Keep making everything about racism. Now, the contrast between DeSantis and the Biden administration here is stunning. Now you see why the media hates DeSantis and is eager to pull him down. I'll get to the bigger picture in a minute about why they hate DeSantis and the Florida model first, because it's a foil. I'll talk about that a little more later, but it creates a contrast. What does that mean? There's nothing the media hates more than a contrast from their bad ideas. Here's the thing. You see, liberal ideas are all bad. Liberals are cancerous, rotting, metastasizing forest fire that destroys everything it touches. Education, healthcare, money, finances, regulation. Liberalism can't work because it doesn't work. It is the science of fools, the ideology of a-holes. It is for morons. There are no historical examples of big government socialist type models working to produce human prosperity. None. There are zero examples of that, okay? It doesn't happen. So what they don't want is they don't want a foil where you have a prosperous free market state to say, hey, your model sucks. Our model works. Here's the data. That's why they hate DeSantis. And never has the contrast been more stunning than even in the response to this disastrous, tragic Hurricane Ian. Here's what I mean. You got DeSantis out there warning looters trying to protect property getting gas into some of these areas where gas, is, uh, gas prices are, uh, or uh, gas station lines are long. You've got them with 42,000-something linemen out there, whatever the number was, uh, trying to get power back on. You've got them on the ground doing briefings whenever he can. And then you've got the Biden administration. Here are these dipwads. Here's Kamala Harris giving a speech on the hurricane. Now, how does this make you feel, by the way, if you're a white Floridian who doesn't fit the minority definition of the identity politics obsessed left, that Kamala Harris and the Biden administration were already talking about equity-based help for the hurricane, equity-based? How does that How does that make you feel? Oh, I don't believe that, Dan. You don't have to believe me. You can listen to her yourself. Check it out. We have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and, and do that work. And they're clapping. Liberals love this idea. So you're a homeowner, you've just been devastated, your property's wiped out, your life is destroyed, every memory you have is gone. I had a house fire in Montauk, New York, when I lived with my cousin. Everything I had was in that house. It burned to the ground. I have nothing left. You know what that's like? You don't even realize what you lost. I've told this story before, no need to belabor it, but you don't even realize what you lost until like two and three years later when you're looking for something. You're like, oh, that burned too. People lost everything. And what's this zero loser sitting in the White House vice president's residency over on uh, NAVOBS over there? What is she talking about? The Naval Observatory where they live? She's talking about equity. You're going to do an evaluation of where everyone started out when you're determining if they get, uh, if, if, if they get uh, some kind of uh, monetary assistance from the government? Now, the administration has since had to walk this back. The administration saying, "Well, we're not going to be making a lot of these decisions based on race." Oh, well, why did why why did she say that? Then why 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 did she why did she say that? 
Of course, the fact checkers will be all over this at any given moment with missing context because that's what they do. These ass kissing lips attached to the ass of the Democrat Party totalitarian losers is they have to defend this disgusting, disgraced administration at every opportunity because they don't want you to see the truth. I'll get to the information control thing in a minute, too. By the way, one quick story uh, before the break. Here's the other administration response. Joe Biden thanks a Coast Guard rescuer for hurricane heroics days before firing him over the vaccine policy. This is the Biden administration. Contrasted foils with the DeSantis administration in Florida. This is why they want DeSantis taken down immediately. The Maggie Habermans of the world. By the way, his articles will be in the newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. If you want to spread them around, strongly encourage you to do that. Uh, Let me get to my next uh, sponsor. And then, again, I want to point out the real reason they hate Ron DeSantis in this beautifully summed up paragraph in the Wall Street Journal. And then I've got some more video coming. I called it about the Nord Stream pipeline. I called it crazy video coming out about who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. GetRefunds.com, folks. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and you manage to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys they put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program, and they've already returned $1 billion with a B dollars to businesses. And they can help you too. They do all the work with no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, go to GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me and just answer a few questions. The payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time, so don't miss out. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Thanks, GetRefunds.com. Appreciate you being part of the show. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay, here's what I mean. This Wall Street Journal article just nails it. Again, why the media and the Maggie Haberman bootlickers why they have to take DeSantis out. They can't have a foil. If You wouldn't know liberalism sucked as bad as it does if there was only liberalism because you'd be surrounded by a pool of suck. You'd have nothing to contrast it with. You would just assume that was the way it is. The same thing works for happiness. If you were happy all the time, you wouldn't know what happiness was. It would just be. The fact that you're sad makes happiness feel that much more profound. They want a foil. Here's what I mean. This article in the Wall Street Journal, Hurricane Ian is, Ian is a test for DeSantis's Florida model. Florida model. They talk about why DeSantis scares the living daylights out of these people. They note Florida's performance during this term to date is notable. Since 2020, Florida's low tax rates and lack of COVID restrictions have spurred growth that generated, listen to this, 
more than 1.5 million new business licenses, the most in the nation, and a quarter million more than California that has more people than us. Florida's population grew by 1% from July 2020-2021, while the U.S. had its lowest growth on record. About 12% of Florida students are now enrolled in private or charter schools, and they're outperforming their peers in traditional public schools on state exams. They can't have this. You guys get where I'm going with this with the foil? Hell it's yeah. really hard to say how great liberalism is when you've got a foil of Florida, which is just bathing in successful facts and data, education, the economy, population growth, and everybody's evacuating your garbage, junk, liberal states run by liberals. That's why they got to take this guy out. If every state sucked as bad as California and my former home state of New York, you wouldn't know what suck was. By the way, contrast DeSantis' pro-growth Florida with the de facto bankrupt Joe Biden regime. This is the, this is the article I was talking about on Friday. I said to Gee, we've got to put this in on Monday. So you've got DeSantis with the balanced budget down here in Florida, relatively well-funded pension programs down here for state employees, people flying down here, no state tax. And then you've got the Biden administration pissing away money down the toilet bowl, spending all the money we've got in a national recession right now, two consecutive quarters of negative growth, the worst inflationary crisis we've seen in 40 years. And we're looking at a mounting debt crisis too. I want you to listen to this number. Here's the Wall Street Journal, the silent price you'll pay for a mounting national debt in case you think this isn't going to affect you. The interest alone, folks, we are paying on our national debt. The interest hit $88 billion in August, according to the monthly treasury statement. That's a trillion dollars a year we are paying in interest on the debt. Interest on the debt's exploding and heading towards what economists refer to as a, listen to this, a doom loop. The vicious cycle in which the government's borrowing to pay interest, we're borrowing money to pay interest, generates more interest and more borrowing. National Biden administration doom loop. Ron DeSantis, successful model in Florida. Now you see where the botched evacuation thing comes in, despite the fact that nobody botched an evacuation because almost no one was calling for it. These people are disgusting. We are going bankrupt at the national level. Or we could emulate what we've done down here in Florida. Cut taxes, balance budgets. I know it sounds crazy at all. By the way, Axios got the, uh, got the memo too. You know Axios, left-wing rag. I'm on their email list. Here's Mike Allen's email this morning. Here you go, Joe. Look at that subject line in her email. Axios AM. <laughs> Ian's botched warnings. <laughs> the verdict is in. Mike Allen got the email. They botched evacuation and warnings. They did. Botched it. Mike Allen at Axios, were you warning people to evacuate Collier and Lee counties? I know the area well. I ran for Congress. I didn't see that in your email 48 hours out. I didn't see that. That's so strange. That's so strange. Could be it. You have, I mean, you have a big email list, Axios. You know, your left wing propaganda. Some people enjoy that. Why didn't you? I'm just curious. Why didn't you use your email to warn people? I'm, I'm just curious about that. Here's what's even weirder. This was in their morning email. Mike, Mike Allen's not bright enough to put this together. He says, several factors combined to make Ian the most complex domestic hurricane forecast in years. 
Axios' Andrew Friedman reports, computer models used to help predict the weather were at war with one another until 36 hours before landfall, an unusually short window to convince coastal residents to evacuate. Now, Mike Allen will not put two and two together here. That I'm absolutely sure of. But isn't it strange that some of the same left-wing kooks like all of these people who believe in global warming or global cooling or climate change or whatever they call it today or tomorrow, isn't it kind of strange that they're relying on computer models to predict what's going to happen in the future? Yet really weird, Joe. They couldn't even predict the storm 36 hours out. Weird. Weird, bro. Weird. Weird. Now, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure the fact checkers will be in here again. They say context that computer models a thousand years from now are definitely accurate. Why? Because some scientist who's being paid off by the industry, who I'm kissing his ass, said so. That's why. Mike Allen won't put that together. He got the memo, though, about the botched evacuation narrative. You'll see it coming in the coming days. Mark my words. All right. Uh, you know what? Let me do my third sponsor. And then I called it on the Nord Stream pipeline. You're not wasting your time here. Folks, I'm really worried. What role did we have in this thing? This is really, this could get potentially dangerous and get potentially dangerous quick. Who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline? Clues are everywhere. All right. We always appreciate your patience. Our sponsors uh, uh, want to be here to talk to you. American Financing is a great company. I've spoken with them often. Inflation is putting a lot of pressure on households. It's getting really difficult to get ahead and be able to make an impact on your financial health. If you're feeling this way, you're not alone, but you're not stuck either, especially if you own a home because the equity you've built can be used as your advantage as long as you work with the right lender. That's why I recommend American Financing. It's a great company. It's a family-owned business. It's focused on customer service and you, you. They're dedicated to finding solutions you need to get ahead, helping you access cash or pay off debt. You can even save up to $1,000 a month. Think of the impact they can, uh, that can make. Pick up your phone to learn more. If you start soon, you could delay two payments and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing. The number is 888-994-7660. Let me give you that number again. 888-994-7660. Or contact them online. Here's the website, AmericanFinancing.net. .net, not .com. AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. Check them out. Don't wait. NMLS 182334. NMLSConsumeraccess.org. Thanks, American Financing. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So I had uh, focused pretty intensely on my Fox show this weekend. I hope you caught it Saturday night on the Nord Stream pipeline because, folks, uh, I- I'm not fooling around with this. This is not the time for hyperbole, exaggeration, or panic. But I've been getting a lot of emails from people. Uh, you know who you are. And the emails they've sent, I'm not at liberty to disclose who they are, but they're people who have had some expertise in what's going on in the Ukraine-Russia war. And um, they're coming home and relaying to people here how dangerous and perilous they think the situation is. One guy said to me, I'm not really a prepper, 
but I started to become one when I talked to this friend of mine who just came back from there. I talked about it on my Fox show this weekend. Take a look at the headlines at Fox News. Again, if you want to read the articles, bongino.com slash newsletter, I link to them. I encourage you to check it out. Dan Bongino, the U.S. is slow walking its way into World War III. Folks, we are. I'm not suggesting it's inevitable. I'm not suggesting it's even highly likely. I'm suggesting to you that I believe in black swan events. And I read the book, Black Swan. You said Joe drive, drive Joe crazy. And what's imperative in life and the essence of the book, the black swan by Nassim Taleb, it's a great book is that, you know, nature creates kind of boundaries around chance and probability and things like that. The probability of something happening is limited. Everything from forest fires and the way forests are, forests are laid out, the whole world doesn't go up in smoke. But once you introduce human variability into things and information exchange, you create a bunch of problems. That's a very long-winded way of saying that you have to take account of black swan events where the likelihood of an event is small, but the ramifications are catastrophic. The likelihood of a global thermonuclear war is thankfully small. However, the ramifications of it mean you should take it really seriously, regardless of the low probability event. Here's what worries me. I don't know who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline from Russia to Germany, but I know whoever did it had a reason, had a reason to hurt Vladimir Putin if it wasn't Russia themselves. Did Tony Blinken, our unesteemed Secretary of State, kind of give away the cookies in the cookie jar when he said this the other day? Check this out. It's a tremendous opportunity to once and for all remove the dependence on Russian energy, and thus to take away from Vladimir Putin the weaponization of energy as a means of advancing uh, his uh, imperial designs. Uh, that's very significant, and that offers tremendous um, strategic opportunity for, um, for the years to come. But meanwhile, we're determined to do everything we possibly can uh, to make sure that the consequences of all of this are not borne by citizens in our countries or for that matter, around the world. Is Tony Blinken insane having this conversation? The blowing up of a strategic pipeline vital to both Russia and the EU, regardless of your feelings about the war, is an opportunity? An opportunity. Because now we can transition away from the natural gas it transports to a green energy future that doesn't exist? This is double suicide. Let's start a world war to transition to an energy future that doesn't literally doesn't exist anywhere close to the capacity to support the global economy. These people are freaking crazy. This is not an opportunity. Why would he say that? You guys know why? Why would he say that? He'd say that because he's winking and nodding at the lefty, crazy AOC cow farting crowd obsessed with moving to the green suicide energy future. It is suicide. We have enough battery power to fuel the world for less than 11 minutes, far less than 11 minutes. And about even by 2030, the predictions are for that battery power. We wouldn't even be able to power the world for an hour. They want to move to that, meaning we'd all be dead. It's a signal. It's a signal to them. And if we did it, I don't know that, but if we bomb this pipeline, that's a wink and a nod to the lefty crowd they're going to need before the election if to suggest to them this was a gift to you. I mean, it is an opportunity. 
I want to show you how crazy these people are. Here's that nutbag, Michael Bloomberg, who, despite being the mayor of New York and governing over there as a semi-reasonable, not totally insane human being, although his gun stance is just preposterous, Bloomberg has lost his mind and decided to dedicate his life to stupidity and the green suicide agenda. I'm just telling you, folks, these people will do anything to make sure we all die freezing to death because we have no energy. Wall Street Journal, Michael Bloomberg's charitable gift to Donald Trump. What's this article about? He believes in green suicide, Bloomberg, and he's donating millions upon millions of dollars to stop 120 petrochemical projects from moving forward. You thought you were going to be able to uh, fuel your gas tank in the future? Not with people like Michael Bloomberg around and Tony Blinken, who thinks shutting off natural gas to Europe is an opportunity. It is for thermonuclear annihilation. These are the morons in charge right now. This is why they want Ron DeSantis crushed. God forbid you get real leadership. By the way, libs don't care. Libs don't care about global annihilation. But believe me, we are walking and slow walking right into this. Here's David Petraeus. You remember David Petraeus, former CIA director, yeah. head of ISAF, uh, was, uh, had some kind of personal issue. I'm not going to go into that. And Petraeus uh, took kind of a beating reputationally for that. But here's David Petraeus, I think on ABC News, I think it's John Carley's with. And he's asked a question about what will happen if Vladimir Putin, in response to this Nord Stream pipeline bombing, which Tony Blinken, our Secretary of State, Joe, sees as an opportunity. I can't say that enough. Here's David Petraeus describing if Putin responds with a nuclear detonation, what exactly is going to happen afterwards? And trust me, regardless of your feelings about Petraeus, Petraeus knows what he's talking about. He's familiar with the Republican and Democrat administrations. I'm wondering what exactly he's heard. He's careful to say he hasn't spoken to Jake Sullivan, the national security advisor, but it seems like he's kind of read in here on what World War III is going to look like in the coming months if things break bad. Check this out. We would respond by leading a NATO, a collective effort, that would take out every Russian conventional force that we can see and identify on the battlefield in Ukraine and also in Crimea and every ship on the, in the Black Sea fleet. So it would bring America and NATO into the war. I it, mean, it, it would it, be an Article 5 situation, it, it, basically. I, not an Article 5 because they're not part of NATO, but well, the, it, would the, be, it would be a U.S. and NATO response to something that is absolutely... I mean, the argument made the radiation would, would, would <clears throat> extend into NATO countries. It effectively would be an attack on, on NATO. Yeah, and perhaps you can make that case. The other case is that this is so horrific that there has to be a response it cannot go unanswered but it doesn't expand it doesn't it's not nuclear for nuclear you don't want to again get into a nuclear escalation here but you have to show that this cannot be uh, accepted in any way see how they already have the plan lined out fellas nuclear detonation nuclear fallout over a nato country it's perceived as an attack on a nato country article five is invoked United States gets involved. Next thing you know, we have uh, conventional bombings of Russian forces in the Black Sea and elsewhere. We have Russia responding with probably a nuclear escalation from there. We have threats against Putin and Putin's leadership. And some other nutbag comes in there. Next thing you know, China's involved. And we have ourselves involved in a global thermonuclear war. Ah, oh, Dan, the chances of that are small, probably less than 10%. Really? 10%. It's interesting. Would you get on a plane um, if I told you there was a 10% chance it was going to crash into the sea? No. You'd be like, thank you, Joe. You'd be like, hell to the, no, I wouldn't. 
Why aren't more people talking about this story? Well, if you missed my Fox show Saturday night, I'll give you just a quick recap. The reason more people aren't talking about the now growing by the day increasing threat of global thermonuclear annihilation is because they understand the hapless, helpless Biden administration is doing everything it can to move that prospect along by their pathetic weakness. And before an election, they want to make sure that on top of people's minds when they're thinking about who to vote for, isn't the administration in charge that caused them a potential another Cuban Missile Crisis. So they're hiding the story, making sure you don't see it. Folks, liberals are getting more dangerous by the day. Uh, I got a ton more stuff to get to, including the science completely eviscerating the liberals' narratives. And um, a video out of the UN doesn't scare the hell out of you. It's a World Economic Forum, but it's a UN comms person talking. I don't know what will. Let me get to my last sponsor first. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and right now is the perfect time to ensure you're doing everything you can do to stay safer online. Be cyber smart by taking basic steps to help keep you and your family protected from identity theft, scams, and other online dangers. Use strong passwords. Set up multi-factor authentication on your accounts and regularly update the software on your devices. Cybercrime and identity theft. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. It affected mine. I had my identity stolen. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet. In an instant, a cybercriminal could harm what's yours, your finances, and your credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. I've been a customer for a long time. I highly recommend this product. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information, they'll send you an alert. I get texts on my phone. I get them about once a month. Sometimes it's just my wife calling in about some financial thing we have. Sometimes it's real. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Get it today. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Please don't wait. Don't get your identity stolen again. It was a nightmare for me. Folks, the suicidal left, the Michael Bloombergs of the world, the Tony Blinkens who sees this as an opportunity, the Nord Stream pipeline, uh, the media people who uh, you know insist that Ron DeSantis is the worst part of America, despite Florida being the best part of America, everybody's moving to. These people are suicidal and they're getting more dangerous by the day. The racial division, promoting of racial division, Kamala Harris talking about equity-based nonsense. Their energy suicide plan, their economic destruction plan. I've been warning you about this. And what did I tell you? I said the inflation crisis caused by paying people to stay home while flooding the economy with money, like the Biden administration has done, was going to cause interest rates to explode, which was going to make it more difficult for you to buy a car or a house. Here's NBC forced to report about it, how higher interest rates have made it much more expensive to buy a home in America. Mortgage, uh, cost of monthly mortgage on average up $300 each month in your monthly payment. It's going to get a lot worse. Buckle down, baby. A bit of good news before I, because I don't want to leave you very macabre today. We have been here before and the greatest periods of American prosperity we've had have been after very dark moments. Post-World War II, post-Jimmy Carter era. We're about to turn it around, but things are going to get worse first. First, The solution is productivity and growth. But as you can see from this Axios thing, uh, the new British prime minister is already a squish, Liz Truss. She's like, listen, we got to cut taxes. 
get more money into the economy, get a control on, on spending and get productivity back in the UK. Well, the minute, of course, she was sabotaged by uh, the, uh, the, the Bank of England, who decided that was a bad idea, she changed course, as Axios is noting today. She's like, ah, we're forced into a humiliating U-turn on these tax cuts. Now, what really was the cause of this? I told you on Friday. Look at this Wall Street Journal article. This is so damning. So damning. Liz Truss. So she wanted to cut taxes. The media and the United Kingdom, which is populated, sadly, by a lot of far leftists in government, don't want to see tax cuts, and they don't want to foil They don't want trust to come in, cut taxes, juice the UK economy, and then everyone to see liberalism's failed them. Holman Jenkins has a piece about who pushed the Bank of England to start buying bonds again and printing more money. Oh, look, it was British pension fund managers who, like most of the financial world, weren't ready for inflation at higher interest rates and want central banks to prop them up. You get what happened here, folks? Inflation in the UK was causing a collapse in their bond market. A lot of wealthy fund managers who manage pensions for people were getting crushed on their bond portfolio. So what better way to get your money back? Well, just have the Bank of England pressure them to print a whole bunch of money, drive down interest rates again, rescue your bond profile and the fund managers. I thought they were in it for the little guy. Yeah, you thought wrong. The control of information to these people and the control of government entities and stopping you from seeing the foil effect. DeSantis versus Biden, Liz Truss economic growth versus Boris Johnson, big government, you know, conservatism. They can't have you see a foil. They have to control information. Framing and control of information is essential to their suicide plan. This UN video I've got coming up is going to show you exactly what I mean. They used to control everything, folks. NBC, CBS, and ABC. Before there was social media and the internet and Fox News and cable, If Cronkite, Brokaw, and Jennings didn't say it, it didn't happen. They controlled everything. The democratization of information flow via social media, cable, and conservative websites has destroyed the left. They hate it because now people can see what DeSantis is doing. They can see what trust was going to do versus what the left is doing in our bankruptcy plan. They have got to control information. Here, look, check this out. This is UN Communications head, Melissa Fleming. She's at this World Economic Forum thing. This is a total great reset crowd, by the way. I want you to listen to one of the most disturbing clips you're going to hear in a long time after Deshinda Ardern, New Zealand Prime Minister last week. They are obsessed with lying to you and doing it under the guise of science and controlling disinformation. Here she is talking about how they control search pages now, and they quote, own the science. Check this out. We partnered with Google, for example. If you Google climate change, you will, at the top of your search, you will get all kinds of UN resources. We started this partnership when we were shocked to see that when we Googled climate change, we were getting incredibly distorted uh, information right at the top. So we, we're becoming much more proactive. Um, you know, we own the science and we think that the world you know, should know it. And, and the platforms themselves also do. Um, but again, it's, it's, it is, um, it's, it's a huge, huge challenge that I think all sectors of society need to be very active in. They own the science folks. She's bragging about it. Yeah. She said, you understand they're not hiding this. Oh, we went to Google 
and we got information we didn't like about the global warming hysteria or global cooling or climate change or weather problems or whatever we're calling them today. We didn't like that information. So yeah, we, we did a big push, us great resetters, and now we clean that up and now we own the sites. They're not hiding it. They're not hiding it at all. They don't want you to hear about the greatest, one of the greatest hoaxes in human history. That every single weather issue is caused by climate change. One of the biggest hoaxes in human history. They don't want you to hear the truth. Because you'll read people like James Freeman at the Wall Street Journal. Who does a really good job. They don't want you to read about this. So what was the narrative? I told you in the beginning of the show. Botched evacuation. Well, there's another narrative about Hurricane Ian too. The other narrative is this, Joe. That although these storms may not be increasing in frequency, which they're not because they can't, they can't prove that they're actually, that there's no data on that at all. Their new narrative is this. No, but they're definitely increasing in intensity. Oh, oh, really? Oh. See, I, I know you're scared. Joe's like, man, I better move out of Maryland. I better move inland. Joe's like, Iowa, <laughs> get ready for Armacost. He's coming your way. Okay. Joe's terrified. He's like, hey, Florida, we better get out of here ASAP. So the journal has a great, I usually don't put four screenshots from any piece, but man, this is worth your time. I'll get through them quick. So they've already settled on the narrative. And Freeman, Freeman's piece is called Hurricane Ian and Climate. I put this in the newsletter today, reluctantly, because it's subscriber only, but Bongino.com slash newsletter. If you want to read the actual science about global warming and hurricanes, he talks about the shift in the narrative. He says a few factors account for the shift, including warming waters fueled by climate change. That's their new narrative. Warm waters, hurricanes, really intense. That gives hurricanes more energy to release through crushing winds and pounding waves. Climate scientists suspect the slow movement of storms like Ian stems from global warming, giving them a great opportunity to strengthen and destroy as long as day-to-day conditions remain ripe. You get it? Freeman's describing what these climate change big hoaxers are talking about. Warm waters, global warming, fueling, devastating hurricanes like never before. But is that the actual science? Well, here's the thing. Actual scientists had a say in the matter. Here they are right here from the National Hurricane Center in Miami. And they said, well, Atlantic hurricanes display busy and quiet periods. Busy hurricane decades occurred in the late 19th century, mid-20th, and from mid-1990s onward. But quieter decades in the early 20th early 20 century and in the 1970s to early 1990s. See, this has a name, folks, and it's not global warming. The actual scientists call this the multi-decadal variations in Atlantic tropical storms and hurricanes. And it's been linked to the phenomenon called the Atlantic multi-decadal variability, which may be primarily naturally internal, which may be primarily natural internal variability or aerosol driven. In other words, it may just be a phenomenon completely independent from your big global climate change hoax. But don't let the science get in the way of your narrative. Don't you let it stop you. The scientists go on here, by the way, that a detectable greenhouse gas-induced influence on Atlantic tropical storm and hurricane behavior to date is difficult to identify. Oh, it is. Media seem to identify it quick because of the variability in hurricane activity. The bottom line and the answer to the question in the title of this piece is no. We cannot confidently detect a trend in observed Atlantic hurricane activity due to man-made climate change. Some human influence may be present, though still below the threshold for confident detection. <laughs> Science, man, keeps getting in the way your narrative du jour, don't it? Here, I'm going to just throw this up there. You can read this too. It's in the piece. 
in case you're still sticking and clinging because you're a media lunatic like Maggie Haberman and elsewhere to this narrative out there that, yes, this is definitely happening. These hurricanes are super intense now because of climate change. They have a measure for that. It's called the accumulated cyclone energy or ACE. And by this measure, 2020 was extremely busy, but not even close to record breaking. In fact, with the total ACE units of 180 units, 2020 was only the 13th busiest city, uh, busiest season, hurricane season on record since 1878. Science, man. Science gets in the way. But let me tell, show you here what Melissa Fleming, the UN and WEF, what it really looks like, what information control really looks like. I had Dr. Aaron Cariotti on my show this weekend. He is a medical doctor and an expert. Uh, I, would, I would classify him as an expert on everything that's been going on around COVID hysteria because he's been studying and he's been ahead of the curve. I had him on about this new study of 11 uh, lactating women showing that mRNA fragments appeared in a, in a, in a number of these women's breast milk uh, after vaccination. So I had him on my show. And the fact checkers lost their mind. Melissa Fleming must have given him a call. Hey, fact checkers, you got to shut this guy up. I mean, we own the science and all. Here's what Cariotti said on my show about this uh, disturbing study. Check this out. What the CDC should have said was we cut corners in the clinical trials. And one of the things that's ordinarily studied for a new medication, which is does it cross the placenta in pregnant women? And is it excreted in breast milk for lactating women? Those two things were not studied. So we're not going to recommend that it be taken, or at least we're going to give a buyer beware advisory for pregnant and lactating women. Instead of doing that, which would have been the responsible thing to do, uh, or conducting the studies right out of the gate, which would have been the responsible thing to do. We got false reassurances, like that clip you played from Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director. And now, uh, now we have a situation in which not only were women not advised that mRNA from the vaccine is excreted, excreted in breast milk and gets into the system of their newborn infant, uh, six months and under, vaccination is not recommended. So this is a population where the vaccine's have not been studied and a population that doesn't need the vaccines because it's not at risk from COVID. Um, and in many cases, the, these women took the vaccine under duress. Remember that many of them were subjected That's to right. vaccine mandates, like at the University of California, where I used to work. Many of them were forced to take the vaccine. Science got kind of ahead of them. I mean, the UN people say they own the science, right? But don't worry. Lead stories, by far the most pathetic, sycophantic, ass-kissing, propaganda agitprop site you will ever see, even worse than Politifarce, sometimes known as Politifact. Ed Payne, a man with no human dignity whatsoever, whose parents must be horrified they spawned this guy. He's out right away with a fact check, Joe. Fact check. By the way, it doesn't say Ed Payne, MD. Doesn't say that. You that on there? Did you cut that out? No, he didn't. No. He didn't sh uh, shut that out there. Fact check. Breastfeeding is not unsafe for babies first two days after vaccination, despite traces of mRNA found in breast milk. Ed Payne knows. <laughs> Ed Payne. Ed Payne. Ed Payne, Dr. Cariotti. Ed Payne, Dr. Cariotti. You see? You see what it's like to own the science? Now when you spread that clip around, it's on the unfiltered account on Instagram. You're going to get a fact check that says missing context. Go look. Go to unfiltered on Fox my Instagram account for my show. And look, it has a little fact check right next to it. Ed Payne, MD. Ed Payne knows better. Don't worry, moms. Ed Payne said so. He's not as cool as Max Payne. He's his, he's, he's his uh, wicked stepbrother, Ed Payne.
And just in case you think the left wasn't suicidal, this popped by Alex Berenson this weekend. You know, we funded a bunch of labs over in China that it's highly likely created this thing and caused this global medical apocalypse we're in with this freaking COVID-19 and the vaccine afterwards. And Alex Berenson notes that this has to be a joke, that the NIH, our our, our taxpayer-funded National Institutes of Health, just gave EcoHealth and Peter Daszak a new grant for back coronavirus research, including supplying viral sequences and isolates for use in vaccine development? Nope, not a joke. The joke is apparently on us. There it is. What could possibly go wrong? He's got it up right there. EcoHealth Alliance. Remember that worked with the Wuhan lab? That is believed by many serious, credible people, unlike Ed Payne, to have created this COVID-19 strain through manipulation. Eh, Let's give him some more money. (laughs) Like you said, Joe, I mean, what could possibly go wrong? All right. That's a lot of material for today's, maybe the most we ever got through in one show. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Small favor to ask as always. I hate to ask stuff, but it's critical. Um, Please subscribe to the podcast. It's free, but it helps us stay on the charts. I deeply appreciate it. Subscribe on Apple, uh, Spotify, and always on Rumble. We're almost at 2.5 million. uh, Rumble.com slash Bungie. I'll see you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.